Inside the cave. 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 You on the number one show inside the cave. episode of Inside the Cave, we got our main man, Chi-Town Zone, the Destin Legend, funny man of the morning takeover on WGCI, the Destin Legend, Leon Rogers, this week on Inside the Cave. These thugs out here, I heard a couple of comments talking about thugs earlier. Thugs are getting real intelligent now, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy, it's cool, but it's crazy, because you know, they on more hot tech shit. Everybody out here got a friend right now that's been in jail so many times they could tell you the punishment they gonna get from the judge before they even go to court. <laughs> you know it's crazy. You know, I say get tough on criminals. You know what I'm saying? Make capital punishment tougher. Get rid of prisons. Why should a prisoner get to go to jail, get three hots in a cot, and get a college education before some of y'all kids? You could get a degree in jail. So when my daughter get 18 and be like, Daddy, I wanna go to college. Well, bitch, rob a liquor store or something. <laughs> Get your, get your associates and then do a double murder and get your masters. Don't come, you need to learn how to move your own way. I'm serious, I'm in the club, my boy the other day, he looking at 15 years to life and he kicking it like ain't nothing to matter. Cause he know how, to, he gonna defend himself in court. I say T, dog, I ain't trying to be in your business, but uh, you looking at, you know, 15 years of life, pimping. He's like, look, cuz I ain't worried about that. Check this out. See, this what's gonna happen, man. For the two kilos of cocaine in the car, they can't put that on me cause my fingerprints ain't on it. You understand me? For the dead body in the trunk, I don't even know who the hell that is. The car is not stolen. It's my baby mama car, but she be mad cause I be picking up other broads in it. So she called my parole officer on me. Now the most they got me for is violating my parole, which I can go back in, finish, do the four years, get my associate's degree, come out, kill everybody that told on me, make it look like self-defense, go back in, get my master's in physics, come out and work for NASA, nigga, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Leon, did you hear that uh, Weezy finally went to jail this week? He you, went to Rikers Island. You know what, matter of fact, Tony, I did hear about Weezy going to jail, but let me ask you this. What does a guy with asthma have in common with a guy in Rikers? I don't know, Leon. What does a guy with asthma have in common with a guy in Rikers? They can both get a little Weezy. Hey! Hey! Oh, hey! I can't breathe. Pop like robot, pop like robot, pop like robot. Hey, stop. stop. Hey, Leon. All right, Tony, what's going on? Your man, D'Angelo, got arrested in uh, Manhattan trying to buy a little booty from an undercover cop. You know what? That reminds me of a little something. Tony, why is Milwaukee coach Scott Skiles like D'Angelo? I don't know, Leon. Why is Milwaukee coach Scott Skiles like D'Angelo? They're both trying to score with just a few bucks. Oh! Basketball reference. Hey, Tony. Did you hear Naomi Campbell's back in trouble? You know, I did hear Naomi Campbell was in trouble, and that reminds me of this. Hey, do you know what the new phone that Apple made for Naomi Campbell is called? I don't know, Leon. What is the new phone that Apple made for Naomi Campbell called? The punch you in the iPhone. Oh, uh, shout out to you, Leon, for getting dressed up tonight. Throw yeah. the best shorts on. Yeah, yeah. This is a nice event. No, no, no. I, I know when you try. Tonight you went out your way. I can tell. Uh, is it big? To get you to do what you did and throw camouflage khaki shorts on was one of the best decisions. Uh, 
Like, like we were at one point yes. in time, a great opportunity. I remember doing this, I remember this path. I did several competitions. Yes, I won them all because I'm talented. But here's the thing, listen, everybody's not gonna win. And what you gotta understand is when people lose, it's not that bad, it's no. okay. No. I don't really know what that feeling feels like, but from, from talking to people, it happens. What I do wanna tell you guys is this, regardless of the performance tonight, Please applaud these people for coming Support. up on stage, man. It takes a lot of guts to get up here and do stand-up. So, at the end of the day, we're creating a positive environment. There's no bullying, there's no heckling. This will be a fun, fulfilled room full of energy where these guys can feed off of it. Does that make sense to you, Leon? It, it does, sir, and I, and I like to elaborate on the point. You won all the contests you win. That's where you at now. Me, myself, I had a lot of second and third place finishes. So I'm kind of doing shit like this hence, right Hence, <laughs> without those finishes, you wouldn't know where to get those shorts from. <laughs> now that's what you got to <laughs> Inside the cave. Alright, welcome back Inside the Cave, thecavepodcast.com. Like us on Facebook, Inside the Cave. And also subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher, Inside the Cave. Man, we got a Chicago, another Chicago legend. I've been having a lot of them on lately, man. But this guy right here, the Destin legend. Let me tell you something. This guy... He's done so much. Comedy legend, man, Chicagoland area. Got the morning show on lock. He's done a lot of things. But let me say one thing that he has done that I'll never forget. He's single, he doesn't even know this, but in 06 or maybe 07, I can't remember what year it was. Joe, this guy head on three porn stars on WGCI Saturday afternoon. I'll never, I'll never forget it. He had three porn stars on. Ja and then the crazy thing about it, right, one of them is making headlines right now. Jasmine Cashmere. Yeah. And I forget yeah. the other two. But let me introduce, let me bring him in right now. The Destin legend from Chicago. The morning takeover. My main man. The only guy that ever beat CB in a bet a few years ago when I lost because the Lakers ain't had their shit together. My man, Leon Rogers. What's happening, man? Man, what's up, brother? What's good? How you feeling, man? Man, you already know. But Leon, let's get right back to that intro, man, because I forgot about that. What was the other two girls you hit on there, man? Uh, we had we had Jasmine Cash. I mean, it was Jasmine Cashmere, uh, Roxy Reynolds, and Misty Stone. Uh, what? So, the? Oh my god! Had, I just had Miss. I just had Misty Stone on the show too. Oh my god! I forgot <laughs> about that. You had Roxy yeah. Reynolds, Jasmine Cashmere, and Misty Stone. Yeah, and Jasmine's like a very good friend of mine, though I've known her forever. Like, she's from Joliet. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, so all she brothers had to shot before she left. Oh, man. 
And Tess like, where? She from the land? Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't that. Yeah. Man, my, yeah, she my, from Juliet, man. So yeah, I want to shout out my forever. I want to shout out my cousin JJ. You know, Leon didn't say this, but I'm gonna say my shout out my cousin JJ. He uh he said he got some action from her before she got famous. So I just want to shout out my cousin JJ <laughs> for getting that in, man. Stupid. Hey, but Leon, th- that was a big deal because was was GCI ran by Clear Channel back then or no? Uh, yeah, it's always been run by Clutch Channel. Uh, Elroy Smith, it was even a big deal because Elroy Smith was a uh, program director. He's very religious brother. So. Yeah, and I, I couldn't believe. Yeah. And then, the, and then I remember how that ended. Some girl called in, and Jasmine was like, "All right, you just hang out with us tonight, and we're gonna get it in." And that's the way that segment ended on on GCI at like five in the evening. I just couldn't believe. It might have been earlier than that. I just couldn't believe. No, it was it was it was on the block party from ten to two. 10 to 2, okay, okay. 10 to 2 on Saturday. I just, yeah. I never forget that, Leon. That that was, that's classic. That, I don't think that has ever been done other than like Howard Stern, man. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I don't think that has ever been done like on, on, on. H, uh, that that's class. I can't think of it. Has anybody else had porn stars on. Like, can you can you think of anybody doing something like that? Oh yeah, I mean Howard Stern does it all the time. But in yeah. Chicago, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like even the other station that that y'all go, they 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 seem like they do a lot of other stuff, but they ain't did nothing like that. I can't. I mean, that right. was just classic, Leon. You going? You that's history for right there, man. Seriously, to me. Hey I, man, it was just it was just trying to be. We were being funny. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be different. And we just glad people liked it. It was actually me and my man, Ned Gordon. Okay. He was my producer at the time, man. It was just having fun, man. Doing something different. Yeah. You know, I, trying, I trying to be ahead of the curve. I'll never forget that, man. That was just a classic one to me. Now, let me ask you a question, man. Uh, we're going to get into your career, but now you 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 got the morning show now, and uh, what what happened because... Well, it's, it's actually, it's, it's, a, it's a team of us. It's actually me, uh, Kyle Santilli, and a good brother named Kyle, and, uh, and uh, Kendra G. Yeah, Kendra G. Now, uh, what happened with uh, Tony Skull and uh, Nina? I don't have no idea. Okay. I just worked there. But you know what? That's something, yeah, that's something we don't get into. I mean, you know, I, you would have to ask Tony that. All right, cool. But here's the thing, though, Leon. Chicago, and this goes into the, we're going to talk about the NBA, too. It's something about Chicago that I'm missing here. And you, maybe you can help me out with this. Chicago is the number three market in the United States. You know, and, uh-huh. um, and to me, it seems like we don't get the credit we deserve. If you ran the morning station, the, the top morning show in Chicago, which GCI is the big station, it seems like you should have doors wide open. You should be able to go anywhere, do anything. When Crazy Howard left, I don't, I haven't heard from him. He was great. Same thing with, you know, Tony Scope. What what do you think it is about Chicago that it seems like the doors should be wide? It seems like you when you run Chicago, it's like if you were in New York and you ran the top station in New York, you go anywhere. Oh, you ran New York? Oh, bet. You can have this job. You get. It seems like Chicago, what, what is it about Chicago? I don't know why it seems, it seems like it should be more doors open. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's that way. I think a lot of people leave Chicago and have to step. Just, you guys don't see it because you don't work on the inside. I mean, people go away and have great careers and move around. It's all what you make of it at the end of the day. It has really nothing to do with the market because just like you have people that were probably in New York mm-hmm. and uh, left New York and didn't work anywhere else. You know, it's 
it's all based on how you market and push yourself, you know. So, and what you gain, like you know, you, you, you when you work at a radio station, any radio station, you have to make that radio station work for you. So you have to let those letters work for you also while you're working for them. True. So uh, it's all about what you what you do with your time while you're there. That's true. That's true, yeah, man. Very true. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta work it yourself, man. That is true. I mean, you just think think about the DJs that mix on the station. Yeah, you know these guys go out. They work some everywhere. You know they work with fame rappers and everything else. But yeah. it's all about their hustle and how they make the call letters or the call sign of the station. You work for work for you. That's true. That's true. That is true. All right, you're right about that. All right, man. Now. um Let's get into your comedy career. What's your favorite uh-huh. joke that you ever? I got a couple of them, but what's your favorite joke that you that you done? Like if you had to just say my go to wow. joke. Wow. Uh, well, I, I, it's not my go to, but my favorite to me joke that I ever wrote was a joke that really symbolized like it was it was so Chicago. I used to do this joke about uh, what if gangsters watch medieval movies and they started. <laughs> incorporating medieval speech into their slang how would something like that go and then I would recreate a scene from uh, the movie First Night that starred Sean Connery and uh, Richard Gere but I would make it about folks in the malls now it was something that I only did in Chicago right? but everywhere I did that joke it was like it was nuts man People always wanted me the folks in to the do that show in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, because right. only Chicago understand the folks in the modes. And yeah, you know, you yeah. know what else is funny, Leon? I was in uh, I was in Indiana, right? And I was playing ball. You know, um, immediately they was like, "Come on, hey, Chicago! You know, you know you from Chicago. Don't, don't do no game banging and all that kind of shit." Let me ask you this question: I was shooting, I was just shooting shots, right? And then you know how you did. I asked for my crib, and this is no lie. I asked for my crib and immediately this guy comes, hey, come on, man. We said no game banging in here, man. Let me get, no, nah, no, no, no crips, no bloods and crips in here. I'm like, nah, nah, right. I'm serious. Dang I need it. my layup. They didn't understand that. It's, it's the crip, crip line. That's what we call it. Right. Crip, crip line. Now, is that just a Chicago thing? Because I didn't even realize, we've been saying this so long. I didn't even realize this. Uh, you know what? I, I, I don't know, but I, I think that is a Chicago thing. But I think Hooper's, uh, it's different slang everywhere, but I think Chicago, we should just call it a crip line. Yeah. Like, you know, I can't even tell you why, but I just know that like, we should be like, man, let's get in the crip line. Like, yeah. you know, four games, doing warm-ups, you know what I'm saying, or playing line, let me get my crip, y'all. Yeah. I guess that was easy, a layup or whatever. It's so easy, a cripple could do it. I don't know. terminology <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was, it was crip line. <laughs> Hey, but you know what? One of my favorite jokes, man, and I and I don't do the joke no justice, so you probably have to help it out because I, I I was trying to tell uh, Joe and my other host, Big Dog, about it. I remember, and I didn't have kids when I first heard you say it. You was talking about things that uh, that you thought when you your daughter was saying, and you and you were like, you know, I think she was. Oh saying, yeah, that that it joke should be totally innocent, like yeah. I'm, but me thinking like a father. Right. Uh, I know a lot of stuff that they say right now is going to be. Uh, misconstrued when they get older so went to uh, Chuck E. Cheese and they went and dove in the ball pit and they was like oh I love the way the ball is still on my face I'm like hey oh no 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 get out the ball pit right now <laughs> right right oh we're gonna get we go get some ice cream and one of my daughters like oh daddy there's no cream in my mouth hey alright 
Put it in a bowl. I don't even want y'all sucking off straws no more. Clap up with a spoon. Hey, Leon, I didn't get that shit until until I had a daughter, man. I'm like, oh my god, I feel oh, the same exact way. Oh, uh, and this is like so, little stu- little stuff like. You know, my wife says panties. I'm like, no, it's underwear. She's only five. Yeah. She don't have panties. Yeah. She's, uh, underwear. Yeah. No, it's panties. Yeah. I no. mean, like, that's what comedy is all about, man. Like, I find fuck with my kids, my my wife, my life, or just, you know, and then sometimes go a little dark. Like, for instance, I got a new joke I've been doing. Like, and I didn't really know how well it was going to be received when I first did it. But it, it kind of gets to, oh, you terrible. But people laugh. So I said, uh, my mother has an aunt. And uh, the aunt feels a little bad. She's like, y'all don't mess with me. Y'all don't come get me to do nothing. But her aunt has Parkinson's, and she lives way out, so you would have to go drive to get her. And they'd be like, well, why don't you get an Uber or whatever? She's like, no, I don't want no stranger driving me. Why can't one of y'all just come get me? We walked to them, and they'd be like, man, you just live so far out. And, you know, so the auntie was basically saying, y'all don't mess with me. I was like, yo, I love your auntie. I love when she come over to our house parties. She make the best martinis ever. And then I just keep going. Yeah. Nobody gets it. Then like three minutes later, people start laughing. They be like, oh, you ain't shit. (laughs) 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 So now I kicked in, right? So you understand why she makes, I said, the joke is she makes the best martinis ever. And people are like, I don't get it. I'm like, Parkinson's. That's fucked up. <laughs> that is fucked up. Because <laughs> you gotta shake that shit. <laughs> that is fucked up. <laughs> that is fucked up. Hey, what started you into comedy and everything, though? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, class clown guy. Yeah. The guy that kept other people from getting their work done at school. <laughs> so... Um, called Michael Corey to do a comedy show. Yeah. And the show was so off the chain, I was like, I want to do that, I can do that. Yeah. So, you know, and I, I mean, I was right there when I came home, I just gave it a try and I just stuck with it. You know, it's work, man. I tell people it's work. It's not just, you know, a lot of people think they're funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you have to sit up and talk to three, four hundred, five hundred people, a thousand people, twenty people that you don't know and make them yeah. laugh, bring them into your world, it's an art form. That is an art form. Respect it. Real talk. Yeah, real yeah, talk. Because uh, it ain't for everybody. And uh, no, it's not. And I, and I tell you what, when my senior year, I was, um, I thought I was really upset because my my, my I didn't ha- I didn't have a lot go right for me when I graduated high school, and I really wanted to be class clown, and they gave it to this goofy ass white boy over me, and I was like, and I remember telling my mom I was disappointed about like. That was my I, I was supposed to be class clown, but they ended up giving it they ended up giving me Mr. Excuse. They always said I had an excuse for something instead of giving me class clown. But I was really upset about that. But I guess, you know, it's cool. I wasn't meant to be a comedian or nothing like that anyway. All right, let me get let me get your opinion. Go ahead. See, I'm fucking mad that that was what you were shooting for. <laughs> right. Oh, Leon, Leon, I could never I, I had to get something, man. Couldn't get that. I really wanted class. I was working for that. My senior year, I was working for that. And let me tell you something, Leon. I deserve to be. 
class clown. Yeah. I'm still mad about that. That was 15 I, years ago. I can vouch for that. Yeah, it was four years in the making, man. I was, Joe went to school with me. He knows. I was supposed to be class clown. And they gave it to this goofy white boy. But TB and Joe, let's really put in perspective what TB just told me. <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted to be known as the guy who everybody thinks that probably is not going to end up being shit in life. He's going to get a real job. He's going to joke his way out of everything. Yeah, so well. You fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I, hey, like, yeah. What was, what was, what was the, like, who was the blueprint? Like, when you say best athlete in the school, like, you see guys who set records at track. Like, but they're, like, pictures that you put on a dream board. They're like, yeah. <laughs> hey, but we all got to strive for something, Leon. That's what I was striving for. I knew I was realistic about One thing about me, Leon, I ain't a mark for myself. I know what I can and what I can't do. And I knew at that point I started working. I said, I ain't going to, I'm not playing football seriously no more. I can care less about basketball no more. If I'm going to win an award, it's going to be class clown. And they, and they snubbed me, man. I, I deserved it, especially that year. Look, I can tell you stories. This, this, this interview ain't about me, but one day I can tell you stuff that I did my senior year. I deserved to be class. Joe will tell you, man. He'll tell, I deserved to be class clown that year. I deserved it. But anyway, enough, enough about me, Leon. I want to get you now. Now, one thing people need to know about you, too, is that you are the only man to ever win a bet against me. And I was real confident that year that the Lakers was going to three-peat. They didn't, and I had to pay up, and you got me on that. But you know your sports. You really do. And uh, I listen to you in the morning when you get a sports re uh, report and everything. Uh, what do you think about Derrick Rose, man? Uh, I love Derrick Rose. Like, he's from Chicago, and and, and, and he, the guy is a humble dude. Like, I've met, met him personally, talked to him numerous times, know his brother, I know his dad. The only problem that I have with Derrick is that you, it's not about you talking anymore. Right. You need to go out and play. Yeah. The free agency talk that he just had. Yeah. Somebody should have gotten in here and said, like, it's got to be BJ, it's got to be Red, or one of the guys, and they just need to say, they did. Your focus is on winning a championship. Yep. It just seems mm -hmm. like when Derek talks, he's not focused on winning the championship. And let's be honest, that's what fans want to hear. So when the question came up about free agency in 2017, here's what Derek should have said. Hey, right now, I'm concentrating on trying to bring the championship home to Chicago and cement my legacy as one of Chicago's best players and get a couple of rings here. When 2017 comes up, I'll deal with it. But until then, it's just about getting back healthy, being on the court, and getting back to what I was in 2011 and helping this team win a championship along with Jimmy Butler and the rest of the guys. Done. Yeah. But to say, well, you know, I see the money that they handing out, and you know, my <laughs> That's a real coming. Chicago answer, too. <laughs> and I want to, you know, do what's best for PJ and my kids. I'm like, but, you know, the average Joe is looking like, well, you got 98 million. Right. Plus, with like 98 million and another 100 and something million for Peter. How messed up are you? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just some things when you're in a certain position, you can't fix. It's just like when LeBron James made the comment about. Remember, he said, you guys gonna go back to him in your life. I liked that comment, though, bro. I used that honest, shit. I liked it. But, but you know what? 
but you can't say that. Yeah. You know you can't say that as a rich guy because you got common dudes, guys that work eight hours a day, 12 hours a day, that pay money that comes to you for yeah. So that was basically like you were talking down to them. But that's what Donald Trump is running on right now, though. He's he's being that like LeBron statement, like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's, but, at, but at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, LeBron. I mean, Donald Trump is not the best in this field, and Donald Trump also gets called goofy and crazy. You know what I mean? Right. That's true. So, like, how many people really take him seriously? Like, it's funny. Yeah, he makes the debate interesting. But if he really wins, do you think the Republicans will really back him if he won? No. Oh, they 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 they, they want a W, man. I don't think they care who wins and who wins under that. They just want that W. They want to. They yeah, want. But, but that party wouldn't back it at all. They 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 want what they want. He's just like they're in a conscience. He says what they really want to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Country. They don't want him running the country. And my thing is with Derek, just like you got to play ball, man. Yeah. You got twenty million this year, twenty one million next year. Wow. Really out of this contract you had you probably played two and a half years yeah right so 27 being your best year yeah you 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 he, all it should be about for him right now is winning the championship and and help the Bulls stop being LeBron James bitch <laughs> right. that's what the Bulls are right well, now let me now, do you think he mean well but sometimes when he try to say something it don't I come out I right think, I don't I don't think he's being uh, uh, an asshole or anything I think he totally is speaking from the heart but my point is you, we work in radio, mm-hmm. and our bosses always tell us put stuff through a filter. Yeah. If you think it sounds bad, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, that's a that's a thing about having a podcast. I don't. I just say whatever I want to say. But let me tell you this. Absolutely. Hey, but, no, but, but wait a minute. But, but let's be honest. Let's say you start getting sponsors for your podcast. Yeah. Then I have so to clean you it say up. Say whatever you want to, and you piss off the wrong organization. <laughs> right. Gay yeah. community, animal lovers. And then Pesky say, hey, CB, uh, now we, we got to pull our process. Then that's money. Made, oh, I'm so yeah. I get it. You, you probably just speak in your mind. But remember, it comes to the old adage, freedom of speech, just watch what you say. That's there's true. a way you can say it. but And there's a way, and I just feel like right now, Derek shouldn't be talking about one. Derek should be talking about getting on the court and winning a championship. That's all anybody wants to hear from them. Like. Exactly. Well, well, let me ask you this about let me ask you this about Derrick Rose and this and let me say clear this up. By, I'm saying this, not Leon. Is Derrick? I like '90s shows, but is is Derrick Rose the the Steve Urkel of the NBA now, man? It seems like he's an accident waiting to happen. Every time, he, uh, no matter what he does, he gets hurt. It's like it's almost it's, like did I do that? It's like it's that one of those moments, man. He's he's turning yeah, to Urkel, yeah. man. I would say he's had a streak of bad luck. But as far as like the knees and stuff go, that can happen to anybody. I would say I'm just hoping he doesn't see uh, this era's uh, the kid that played from Portland, who was a deadly uh, shooter. Rudy Gay? No, no Rudy uh, Gay. Uh, yeah, I know you're talking. You know, no. Yeah, I know you're talking about. But yeah, it's like, it was Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy. Yeah, this era's Brandon Roy. That's the only thing I'm worried about. I don't think he's Steve Urkel. People get hurt. I mean, you catch an elbow in the face. It happened to Russell Westbrook. Yeah, but the, look, at the, like, look at the time that D. Rose a missed, though, man. To, uh, it happened to uh, Rip Hamilton. That's why he started wearing the mask. Derrick just needs to focus on bringing a title to Chicago. Nothing else. That should be his answer to every question they ask you. What did you have for breakfast? 
Right now, I'm not really thinking about breakfast. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. Man, I try to respect. Because sometimes, you know, I love Derek, but sometimes when he talks, everybody else on the 14 network, he's on dial-up still. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That'd be, that's but real like, time. That's real time, like, man. That's, that's sometimes what I prepare to. Like, when they ask Derek a question, you can hear the phone and that little noise going off in the head. Oh, man. <laughs> I almost spit but my beer out, man. <laughs> everybody else is on the 4G network, quick, you know, boom. But Derrick just needs to focus on winning right now, man. That's it. That's yeah. it. I mean, he's the best player Chicago has when he's healthy. Uh, you think he's better than Jimmy Butler, man? Huh? You think he's better than Jimmy Butler? Absolutely. When Derrick's healthy, let me ask you a question. Can Jimmy Butler be MVP of the league? Nah, nah, he can't. The fact that it took you that long to answer lets me know. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, is Jimmy Butler, when healthy, top five player in the league? Nope. Okay. Nah. Derrick Rose, when healthy, how many people, when healthy, at a peak optimum performance, how many people can you put in front of him? Only one to me, and that's LeBron. Well, I, I'm not going to go that far. I love Derrick, but I mean, you could, you could, if you put, if you said LeBron, a healthy KD, Kevin Durant, and a healthy Russell Westbrook. And I think actually he's more athletic than Steph Curry, but Steph Curry's a better shooter, so yeah. I might give Steph Curry an answer. But at the end of the day, when Derrick Rose is healthy and he plays like he did in 2011, there ain't too many people on the court that hold him. I say, I've always said this and I'll stick to it. There's probably one other person just as athletic or maybe more athletic than him, and that's Russell Westbrook. Yeah. But look, but look, look. Other than but, that, though, Derek Rose is a, is a, when healthy, he can be a top five player. But Leon, look how you say that, though, because if I, I can go back to 2010, Andrew Bynum, when healthy, was the best center in the league, and now he's nowhere to but be. He wasn't a, but, he, but he wasn't an MVP guy. I don't care what, you can say he was the best center in the league. First of all, there ain't that many centers in the league. How many big men was brought up there? And second of all, he wasn't a top five player in the league. I'm, I'm saying those guys I named uh, at any time can erupt. Uh, James Harden, I forgot. You got to put James Harden in there too. Yeah. Those guys are game changers. Mm-hmm. Period. When they, when Derrick Sophie is a game changer. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Jimmy Butler is very, very, very good. I'm putting Jimmy Butler in the same category as Tiffany. We will probably never know how great Jimmy Butler is because he's going to have to share the ball these next two years right. with Derrick Rowe. Right. I, yes, I would like to see Jimmy Butler just go a whole year where the offense ran through him. Yeah. Even now, I heard they might he might be playing point when this season starts. Oh, uh, what, Derrick going to move to the two? No, well, like if Derrick can't start. Oh, you know okay, okay. Wow, wow. Now, how do you think the Bulls going to be without Coach Tibbs, man? Because I really think Tibbs was the real MVP of the, of, of the Bulls, man. Uh, hey, man, back NBA is just like radio. You know, you, the days are limited. And, and Tibbs' style, as much as I like it, it wore thin on the player. Tibbs was, Tibbs was probably a nicer version of Scott Style. Mm-hmm. You know, same way with Scott Style. I think Scott Style is a great coach, but the way he coaches wears on people. I also say the same for Stan Van Gundy. Mm. The way they coach kind of wears on people after a while. You know what I'm saying? So, I just think this, this style of coaching wore on players. Jimmy Butler didn't want him to leave. 
Right. I, mean, I don't think like, Noah did either. I tell everybody this though. I tell everybody this though. On Tibbs Watch, Derrick Rose was MVP. <laughs> um, um, Joe Keenan won defense player of the year. Right. Jimmy Butler won most improved player right. of the year. And the Bulls had back to back seasons with 60 some wins. That all happened on Tibbs Watch. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Tibbs ain't got another job neither. Yeah, that's crazy. How come he don't have... I can't... Right now. And I think part of that was the Bulls. They kind of hated on him. They held him up where nobody could do. And teams had to make decisions. I think you'll see kids back in the coaching ranks. But, I mean, you know, I think the, the Bulls have, have another salary that they're paying. And the person's not working for them. <laughs> like... Yeah. Well, you know, I can't you know, let you... You know, we can't stop talking about sports and let, uh, without me talking about my Lakers. How you think the Lakers going to do this year, man? Uh, the Lakers are going to struggle. I mean, they, they're going to really? make the playoffs. It'll be a glorious run for Kobe. And, and part of that is Kobe's fault. Wait, you and, said they're not going to make the playoffs? No, I don't think so. Hmm, I think, I I, think I'm so. itching to make another bet with you, brother. I, I'll, do, I'll do that. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, so, let me ask you a question. Okay. You're, you're, you're pretty much going to put a starting lineup out. Of D'Angelo Russell or Jordan Clarkson at the point, but it's probably going to be D'Angelo. They're probably yeah. going to get him in that way. Going to be D'Angelo. Kobe at two. Yeah. Co- uh, aging Kobe at two. And he he might play three. He might play three this year. No, they just brought in Ron Artest. Nah, he ain't coming off so, the bench, man. He ain't starting. Nah, I, I doubt it because listen, because listen, Julius Randle's going to play the four. Okay. And then who they who they got in the middle? Hibbert. Don't even know you got Roy Hibbert. They got Roy Hibbert. Okay, you bomb. He's an absolute, he's absolute nah, He ain't a bum. He just, he, he just needed the right person to work with him. Kobe is going to break his spirit. Yes, he is. <laughs> you got that right. You got that right, Kobe, Leon. Come on, Leon. With so much in practice, that man is going to quit back. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> but wait a minute. They got Lou Williams, Nick Young, uh, Clarkson. All, all, these guys are, all these guys are C, C minus. Plus players at best. Lou Williams was uh, six man of the year. Who? Wasn't Lou Williams six man of the year? How many years ago? A couple years ago, wasn't it? Okay. He couldn't stay. Where was he at? He was just in uh, Toronto. Toronto. He was in Toronto. He was in Philly before that. Yeah, Philly and Toronto. Philly before that. How did those teams do that he was on? Well, Toronto. Toronto did real good. Where, how far did they make? They they made it to the playoffs. They were. Hey, they. They had a nice run. run. They got eliminated first round. They by went. Atlanta. They went further than the Lakers did. Well, what I'm saying is, the guys that Kobe has that had to surround himself around yeah. are C minus C plus players. If Kobe hadn't took all that money that he took, he could have got B plus, B plus, A minus guy in there with him. At least two of them. But now it's Kobe, the potentially the potential superstar, and D'Angelo Russell, and a bunch of a bunch of middle of the road guys. That is not good enough to make the eighth spot in the West. When you've got teams like Golden State, uh, you got the Clippers, Houston, the Mavericks are still going to be in contention. But San Antonio, who's reloaded, that's five, right? Like, that's five. Nine, okay, give me your next one. Wait, wait, I haven't even got to the Hornets, uh, Phoenix Suns. Those guys are going to be good. 
I haven't got to them yet. Okay, the Lakers will have a better record than the Phoenix Suns. I'll put that on the bet. Okay, Steve. With both their guys coming back. I, I, I got the I got the Lakers over Phoenix Suns, brother. That's that's the fan in these No, no, man. Okay. I, I'm watching them, okay. man. Wait a minute, okay. So let's take Phoenix out, Memphis. Okay, Memphis, okay, that's seven. Give me one more. Who else who else gonna who who, who, who? Nah, just, well, hold on. let's start from the top. Okay. One. Houston. Two. Clippers. Three. Maverick. Four. Bird. Five. Memphis. Six. Hornet. Seven. You mentioned Oklahoma City. And Oklahoma City. <laughs> eight. Okay. I, I say the Lakers is gonna battle New Orleans Hornets for that for that eight spot. No, they're not. Yeah. No, they're not. They're not. <laughs> because you don't. The, the Lakers don't have a difference maker on their team anymore. I love Kobe. I love Kobe to death. When it's all said and done, second greatest scoring guard to ever play the game. Probably the second best ever in the history of the league when it's all said and done. He's going to be in the top three greatest NBA players ever. But you don't know what you did with this guy. Is his body going to hold up? He's coming back from what, a, a Philly? No, a shoulder. So we already saw last year he couldn't stay in front of people anymore. His off the game, the offensive game, eh, he's not going to really lose that. But if Kobe goes out and tries to average 26, 25 a game, the Lakers will not make the playoff. They will not. If he doesn't, if he doesn't get a ball to Julius Randle, let the young horse get off, let D'Angelo Russell run out of the way and just be a closer, resort himself to being a closer, the Lakers will not make the playoffs. I'm telling you, mark my words. Who the coach? Uh, uh, Byron, uh, Byron, uh, Scott. Let me know how that works. Byron Scott, look, well, hold I'm, on. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. But look, Byron Scott, you know, you seen what he did with Jason Kidd. You seen what he did with Chris Paul. You seen what he did with Kyrie Irving. Now he got D'Angelo Russell. He gonna make a budding star out of him, man, this year with but, Kobe. But, 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 but once again, once again, the Angelo Russell, is, the, the bottom line is they're all playing with Kobe. Mm-hmm. And you know how Kobe is. That's not a bad he's thing, very, man. He's very demanding. He's very, I don't give a fuck. And sometimes you got to pull back on that and embrace these young boys and get them to learn. But Kobe's going to come at them like, I'm going to shut out, you the Padawan, listen. Okay. Leon, Leon, let me say this to you, Leon. And I had your boy Hustle Simmons on a couple weeks ago, and we talked about this too. Let me say this. Who was Trevor Ariza before he played with Kobe Bryant? He was a rookie. Trevor Ariza. Who is Trevor Ariza now? He's, he's a, he is the reason why he's the best defender on Houston. He was a nobody best. before he played with Kobe. Let me ask you a question. Okay. All right, you're going that route. If I take Trevor Reza and put him, if I take Trevor Reza away from from the team he's on at Houston, yeah, and take Jimmy Butler and put him on Houston, and Trevor Reza and put him on the Bulls, which team is better? The Bulls. You're a lie. Let me tell you the reason why. Because the Bulls can't get past LeBron. Now you got somebody that can guard LeBron. Jimmy guard LeBron. Jimmy can't guard him like Trevor Reza can. Bro, I got to understand that if I switch Trevor Reza and Jimmy Butler, 
that the Bulls will be better than the Houston Rockets. Yeah. So I'm representing. Yes, I'm on record. He crazy now. I'm on record saying that right now. Because no right. who is Jimmy? Where Jimmy Butler will come off the bench if he go to Houston? Because James Harden no, is there. No, he won't. Uh, who no, he goes? Won't. No. Who? who why, why would he have to come off the bench? He could play the three. Jimmy Butler came. He's only six. What, six five, ain't he? He guard LeBron. No matter. He guard LeBron every time they play. He don't. He don't do a good job of it. <laughs> Shit. You crazy as hell. Trevor Ariza does. Yeah, right. Nah, that, that's you speaking as a fan. You can't show yeah. me no numbers that say Trevor Ariza effectively shut down LeBron. Nobody's going to yeah. effectively yeah. shut down him, but he is he is built to guard LeBron. He's 6'8", 6'9", long if dude. I, Trevor Ariza is a specialist and is not no difference maker. No, but he wouldn't even be that if he hadn't played with Kobe a, Bryant. He was already that. He was not that. He was he was a nobody until he played with Kobe Bryant. You making it sound like he's a superstar now? No, no, no. CB is like all the rest of these Kobe acolytes, dog. They can't let go and realize that it's over. Leon. When Mike went to Washington, I finally just had to say, you know what, man? It's been a great run, but I hate seeing Mike only score night. And look, and look slow doing. Kobe, right. listen, man, he had a great run, bro. I know, but, but what I'm saying, I, the point I'm trying to say is... He will not be seeing the six train. He, listen, no more scoring title. The man just, what he needs to do is teach the young boys... To let but he can... No, that's the point I'm trying out. to... But Leon, that's the point I'm trying to make. Kobe can teach the young players though because he has done it in the past. Everybody talks about LeBron makes star makes people better. LeBron plays with other budding stars. Kobe, this is this is Kobe's championship team, bro. Shannon Brown, Sasha Vujacic, Jordan Farmar. Exactly, but they won a championship with Kobe. He made them champions. LeBron ain't never made nobody better. What are you talking about? He oh, made, bro. he made. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Stop. Can we, I mean, just honestly, can you stop being a fan? And let's just talk objectively. I let's am talk talking like objectively. Those are facts. No, you're not. You're trying to say, when, when, of course, when God played with Kobe, but also, who else was on those teams? Lamar Odom. Where, where is Lamar Odom at now, Leon? Like Kobe, stop acting like Kobe went to the finals with some balls. Exactly. Lamar Odom. Where's Lamar? <laughs> Lamar Odom was a nothing until he got with Kobe. You a lie? Lamar Odom was a number one draft pick. But what did he do in the league? What did he do in the league before he played with Kobe? They needed him in LA for a reason. What did he do in the league before he played with Kobe? Uh, Leon. So why did Kobe ask for him to come that in? If he was so trash, Kobe exactly. Asked him to come what did he do? But what did he do before he played with Kobe? He was a, he was a good player. But him and Rasheed Wallace were two of the toughest matches of problems in the NBA. Six eleven guys who can handle the ball and shoot. I remember him playing with the Clippers doing nothing. I remember him playing with he played with the Clippers and Miami and they did nothing. But he got with Kobe. The worst until now the worst one franchise in the history of the NBA. Okay, he played with Miami. I don't remember him doing anything in Miami. Did Kobe ever win a championship without a big man? Who does? Who does win a championship without a big man? The Bulls ain't had no big man. Mike. 
Oh, I, that was a different. That, and but look, all he needed then was somebody to guard a big man. But look, in all of Michael Jordan's championship, Leon, he never went against somebody with a big man. Never. What you talking about? What game? What big man did he ever go against? Didn't he have to go through Patrick Ewing? <sighs> Come on. I, I played the Knicks. Oh, I'm talking about in the Patrick NBA Finals. Uh, uh, wait a minute. So Seattle didn't have big men? What big men did they have? They had Perkins shooting uh, threes. Uh, Portland didn't have big men? They, them guys were shooting threes. Mike didn't have to go against no real Port- big men. Portland didn't have real big men with Jerome Curse. Was Kevin Duckworth on that team? Oh, God. Now Kevin Duckworth, Jerome Curse. Duck, we're having a Kevin Duckworth conversation now? God. You acting like you're not a real big hey, man. Come on, man. Up, wait, wait, wait. You don't try to ridicule me bringing up Kevin Duckworth. You brought up... Shannon Brown. So look, look. Okay, so you, you're talking. You talked about Lamar Odom. Okay. His rookie year with the clip, right? Yeah. He averaged 16, 16, 8, and five. Okay, that's pretty good. Seventeen points the next year. Then he dropped the third thing, but he didn't play a full season. He only started. 25 games, only played 29. He also had a and drug problem. Up, wait a minute. Next year after that, he only played 49 games. Yeah. He averaged 14.5. Then after that, when he played full season, 17-1, 15-2, 14-8, 15-9, with the Lakers, 14-2, 11-3, Then he went in the trash because he started doing the dope. And he, he was doing dope before then, though. But he got with Kobe and Phil and changed his life. But what I'm saying, yeah, get out of there. Oh, he, he was scoring before he got the Kobe. But what are you talking about? He was averaging 17 and 8 before he got the Kobe. When he got the Kobe, his numbers suffered. All I know is Paul Gasol, Lamar Odom, those guys didn't do nothing. Meaningful in the league until they so got So why did Kobe. the Lakers want them? Exactly. Until, until they and got we know the Kobe. Lakers ain't going to do shit this year. Until they got with Kobe. So then in that case, then, so then in that case then Steve Nash deserved both of his uh, MVPs. He did not deserve both of those. One of those MVPs belonged to Kobe that year. Look at that. Look at the. Look at the. But, but, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. Phoenix had the better record, and all those players left that month. Joe Johnson still collected checks. Sean Marion went and got ring. So, so, so by that argument that about folks, Steve Nash did the same thing. You telling me, Joe, you telling me, Joe Johnson, but Joe Johnson was some. Joe Johnson and Sean Marion was somebody before, before then. They, they, yeah. I'm done. Let's talk about high a lot. Are you saying? You telling me Joe Johnson and, and Sean Marion wasn't? wasn't Joe Johnson and Sean Marion wasn't shit. Nope. But they was the Phoenix. Amari got his name in Phoenix. Yeah. The Matrix got his nickname in Phoenix. <laughs> Joe Johnson got paid in Phoenix. That's why all of them left and got paid. Leandro Barbosa came up. In Phoenix, you right. Okay, you okay. Okay, you got me on that. You got me on that. But but Kobe did the same thing for Shannon Brown, Sasha Vujacic. What it? Shannon Brown bounced from team to team after he left the league, and I, I love Shannon. Yeah. But he made him get that. He got a good paycheck before he left, though. Everybody get a check. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. But for for what Shannon Brown contributed. The baby that just died. The dude used to babysit Dennis Rodman got a check. Jack Haley. Jack Haley. <laughs> Jack Haley. <laughs> you know what he's talking about. 
I'm just saying, man. Every Kobe gives a bad rap, like he don't make people better. He do make people better, man. And I think that he can I, handle I, these I, kids, I, man. That's not what I. That's not what I said. I said Kobe can be too demanding, and Kobe has to realize that he's not the man that needs the ball in his hands all the time. He needs to let the young boys put the ball in their hands, and then just be a close. Come to me in the court. That's that's what I mean, uh, Kobe. Do you do you? Kobe is a, now is a stat sheet stuff, dog. Be honest. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. Oh come on, what man. Was the Wait a minute. What was his percentage he was shooting before he got hurt? Nah, wait. You talking about the first time when he had the White Howard on the team? No, he, I'm talking about last year. Oh well, well, I mean he was coming back off an of injury last year, so we can't. And there we go with the acolyte. Now he's just getting old. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Can't be father time. With that, man. He can't be father time, but I, I I really think that he is gonna willingly see that uh, the Lakers make sure the Lakers hey. are going into the going to the future the hey. right way. And I, I think he's I gonna want, help I build want, these I kids. Want to, I want you to listen. To this. All right, just listen to this. Okay. Okay. Dwayne Jones, Scott Pollard. Ira Nugal, <laughs> David Wesley, Daniel Gibson, Damon Jones, Daniel Martin, Sasha uh, Popovich, Eric Snow, Anderson Virgil, Jonas Ilkos, Drew Gooden, Larry Hughes, and Shannon Brown. That's who a 22-year-old LeBron <laughs> took to the final. But you, know what people, but you know what people don't talk about, though, Leon? Who was on the who was in the East back then? It Detroit was just the, the Detroit Pistons, and that's it. They would and they had went two times already to the finals, and they were old anyway. You know, the East had nobody but Detroit, and Boston wasn't put together then. Miami wasn't put together. Man, listen, all right, okay. He couldn't have put. He couldn't have took that team. That's a roster full of bums. Do you know? That is a roster full of bums, but the East was full of bums that year. Okay, let me tell let me and I don't have I don't have this in front of me, Leon. I want you to look at the two thousand and six Lakers, all right, that Kobe brought to the playoffs. Kwame Brown, Luke Walton, I remember this. Uh what's the guy's name? The guy uh uh Luke Walton. Uh Jesus Christ. Uh what year? Two, 2005-2006 Lakers. Nothing but bums. It was Kobe Bryant, Lamar Odom, and bums on that team. Nothing but hey, bums. But, but, what did you, but what did you say? You said he took them to the playoffs, right? In the Western Conference, though. I said LeBron took that team to the finals. But he was in the Eastern Conference. That team yeah. wouldn't have made it to the, to the playoffs in the West. He wouldn't have made it to the playoffs in the West. Kobe took a bunch of bums to the playoffs. Okay. We all know that CB wrong. So, hey, what you think about the Bears, Leon? <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, they lucky if they win four games this year. Cause I was looking at the schedule, I was like, man, they may go two and fourteen or three and thirteen. Wow. Well, I hope they do. I hope they do. Then I hope we get the number one draft pick and don't use it. Trade out of that spot. Trade down and grab two better draft picks. Okay. Because hmm. listen, at the end of the day, and people get mad at me when I say this. Jay Cutler and Derrick Rose are alike in this way. Wow. <laughs> Jay Cutler makes a lot of money, doesn't play with. Right. Derrick Rose makes a lot of money, doesn't play at all. 
Damn. Neither one of them are living up to their contract. True that. Derek Rose, his situation is a little bit better. I'll give him that. Yeah. Jay Cutler not being an apologist, he doesn't. He needs to take care of the ball better. He needs to to, to get a, a little bit more passionate about the game. He's a malcontent. Like his face always seems like I don't give a fuck. I'm getting paid. Right, right, but right. Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. In the seven years, what is seven years he's been here? Seven mm-hmm. or eight? The seven? He's had five different offensive coordinators. Right. He had one head coach that all, one head coach GM that only believed in draft defensive players. Then when he got a head coach that loved offense but had no clue how to coach the NFL, and a GM that drafted all offense and didn't help the defense. Yeah, that's true. Until two years ago. His number one, two years, until just two years ago, before two years ago, number one receiver was Devin Hester. Right, Put right. That in the that, that's true. Devin Hester doesn't see the field for Atlanta, only to return kick. But last year, that team was built, man. I don't know what they happened had last defense. year. That, but they offense, man, they should have been, that, they had Jeffries and Marshall. I mean, man. And the yeah, bar- but when your defense giving up 50. Yeah. So they get yeah they trade in offense for defense. We trade in defense. For I want to go back to you saying that things was trash in the East. Okay. Okay. So Cleveland in the first round beat a roster of Vincent Carter, Jason Kidd, Richard Jefferson, uh, the gay dude Collins, <laughs> Cliff Robinson, Jay. I don't know who Jay Boone is. B. Robinson, H. Adams. But that's, 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 I'm looking at two Hall of Famers right there. And I remember that's that, I remember that year. That was when the whole, uh, when Byron, uh, By, what's By, Byron, Scott. Byron Scott and the, uh, the guy that replaced him, Jason Kidd, that team was in turmoil because of that stuff, the, whatever the, the, the coaching problems. Okay, I got, I got a feeling, I got a feeling you're going to have an excuse. I, I see why you got the, uh, <laughs> Oh, that's how you gonna go there with me? <laughs> I told you, man, I'm emotionally crushed wait, over wait, that, man. Wait, wait, wait. The Detroit Pistons, Richard Hamilton, Chauncey Phillips, Tyson Flint, Rasheed Wallace, Chris Webber. And three years of going to the NBA Finals. Did nobody think that they Cleveland were done. was gonna beat them? Wait, wait, wait. wait. And they were done though. That team was loaded. That team was loaded. Nobody thought it, uh, Cleveland was gonna beat them. That team. Be was, serious. No, be serious. When they when they played, did you think Cleveland was gonna beat that, them? How many teams go to the finals two times in a row and can make it back the third time? That is impossible, see, that man. Is, see, that team is loaded. See, that team is loaded. Chris Webber's a Hall of Famer. Rasheed Wallace should be in the Hall of Famer. Jonathan Phillips should be in the Hall of Famer. Wait a minute. Chris Webber's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. For what? Are you kidding me? Chris Webber's a Hall of Famer? Hell yeah, Chris Webber a Hall of Famer. He had three good seasons. Oh, man. Chris Webber not on Sacramento. They never, they never. He had three good seasons with Sacramento. That's all I remember. Okay, well, is Robert Horry, is Robert Horry a, 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 a. No. No. Not. Well, that's all Chris Webber is a glorified Robert Horry. You a lie. Robert Horry won the. What what do you mean three good seasons, man? HDB, man, you gotta leave the dope alone. <laughs> On the real, man. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta leave the drugs alone. Okay, well, Sean Kemp, is Sean Kemp a Hall of Famer? Who? 
Chris Webber averaged 20 and 10 for his career. 20, 10, and 5. Is Sean Kemp a Hall of Famer? No. But Chris Webber is. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because Sean Kemp, Sean Kemp existence, first of all, body of work is not long enough. And second of all, you take him off Seattle without Gary Bates. He's nothing. Chris Webber went from Golden State to Washington to Sacramento and never averaged under 20 points. And helped out all them to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay, is he a first round Hall of Famer? That's why I should say maybe he's a Hall. Is he, he a might first? Not be the first round. Okay, okay. I, I don't know. I mean, but I wouldn't be mad if he did go in or, or win this first round. It would, I wouldn't be first mad. ballot. Yeah, but I'm, you can tell me twenty. 2010 and Because the way I'm looking at it, Reggie Miller wasn't even the first ballot Hall of Famer, so I just can't no, see. No, he wasn't. But, but yeah, nonetheless, he's a Hall of Famer. Everybody okay. knew Reggie was okay. a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. I just don't think he's first ballot. Let me clear that up. He, Chris Webb. Art Monk, but he got his. Who? In football. Art Monk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, took him forever. I, I mean, yeah, he'll probably get it. I just don't think he's first ballot, though. I don't think he's first ballot. That's just my opinion on that. Hey, I know you're also a wrestling fan like I am. What do you think about the state of the WWE right now, man? Uh, the WWE, I like it. I think that this little racism thing, and we talked about this on Twitter. Yeah. I think they're trying, to extra, they're trying extra hard. Too hard. Everybody oh, God. Hey, we like black people. Um, Triple H jive dancing and stuff. I'm like, what? What is going well, don't on? Don't get me wrong. The new day stuff is entertaining, but I think it's mad coonish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a dude with nappy hair out there just blowing a thump. Hey, Belia. Hey, Leah. But it's hilarious though when Biggie start dancing. I'm not gonna lie, I start cracking up. Hey, but, but, but Leah. <laughs> The perverted uncle at a party watching all the little girls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Leon, you know, now I'm a man that I come up with a lot of stuff, and I and I and I really believe it. But look, here's my opinion on the whole Vince McMahon racism stuff. He had no business firing Hulk Hogan for that for that rant, in my opinion. And I know, and I really believe. Now, a couple weeks before then, he fired. Roddy Piper from his uh, Legends contract. Then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, because uh, he got fired from Podcast One also, because him and Stone Cold Steve Austin got it. He was getting ready to go on his buddy's podcast, and you know Hot Rod, you're a wrestling mark like me. Hot Rod right. will say anything he want to say. And I really right. believe Hot Rod was in getting ready to spill the beans on Vince McMahon, on Triple yeah. H, and all of a sudden, he dies. Brother, Vince McMahon, hey, he got a lot of money. Well, okay, this is where we, this is where I jump out that boat. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not, I'm not going, no, I have no, 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 CB. I'm swimming back to the beach on that one. Y'all that kayak like you know. Hey, I believe I, it, man. I, I do believe, when, I do believe when Roddy Piper called out Steve Austin, like, you got me fired. Yeah. Like, he called him out. I, I get all that. I do believe Roddy Piper would have been like, oh, man, this goes on and this goes on, but I'm not going to go that Man, I, I think, how did that happen? Think, he posted on Twitter, tomorrow I'm going on my buddy's podcast and I'm saying what you can look at it right now on his Twitter, on his Twitter feed. Yeah, I have coincidence. 
mean, so if that's the case, then do you believe there was foul play in the death of the ultimate warrior? What about Owen Hart? What about Owen Hart falling from the sky and dying? He was very, he was very outspoken against some of the people in the WWE. I mean, don't we can't we can't say that Vince McMahon is above all this stuff, man. It's a lot of strange stuff that happens under Vince McMahon's watch, man. Huh? It's a lot of strange stuff that happens under Vince McMahon's uh, watch. I'm just not a conspiracy theory guy like that. <coughs> I would hope that the WWE ain't that crazy and it ain't that too. Because at the end of the day, how much would business be affected? Man, if Roddy Piper would get went into hot rod mode. And, and just went on a straight up rant against Vince McMahon because he was already fired, so he had nothing. This, to, and this, here, this here, this will go up. Okay, here's the thing though. Here's wow. a, here's the thing about Vince. You know Vince McMahon better probably than uh the, them other guys on the show. The, okay, Vince McMahon. If you watch all the documentaries, they all all the wrestlers say like when Kevin Nash and Scott Hall said they were getting ready to go to WCW. The one thing they always said about Vince McMahon, he doesn't sell. He doesn't sell like he won't he won't express his feelings to anybody right now all of a sudden he just fired hot rod the week before hot rod dies the wwe makes it a point to show triple h having to walk a crying sympathetic vince mcmahon off the stage in the middle of the show vince mcmahon don't sell shit man come on now but, but, but the point i'm making even with all that being said Kevin Nash, all the people that talk shit, they got a check from. Yeah. So I don't respect that. I don't respect that. Don't don't sit up there and talk shit about the man, but you went dropped, you couldn't do money for. Him. But no, they weren't talking it. shit. They right. were just saying Vince no, no, McMahon no, no. is. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, the guys who were fed up with Vince, they left. Yeah. Kurt Angle was like, ah, I'm gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Holly, Bob Holly, like these people that spoke out, and they broke down. Yeah. You know, Taz and all them guys. Yeah. So the guys that stood up and talked shit, but then went back and got that check, I was going to have no respect. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. There's no there. So at the end of the day, maybe they right, maybe they wrong. I don't know. But my thing is, the WWE will not stop. If, if it was to come out that African-American wrestlers got talked crazy to the WWE, who still goes to it. And, and the main people I would be mad at, African-American, African and I'm, I'm starting to hate that term more and more when I say it because that's really not a nationality. Right. <laughs> uh, you're either indigenous or other, but that's a whole other podcast. I, I just um, don't understand how Hulk got fired. It's crazy stuff that WWE has on their show. How did their biggest name, it seemed like it was... This man himself even said my name. Exactly, with Booker T. But, but, the ball. <laughs> I mean, and, 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 and don't get me wrong. You got Shawn Michaels and Triple H. When they had the crime time, they were doing that stuff against black people. I thought the stuff was hilarious. And I mean, to me, the way I look at Hulk Hogan's statements is this. Hulk Hogan was going through a, a, a ugly divorce with his wife. His right. daughter, his daughter was dating a wannabe rap producer. So if you ask him, I mean, think about it. We both got daughters, uh, Leon. So so if you ask him, like, Hulk's no fool. He ain't no mark for himself or nothing like that. No, if you, Why would he want his daughter? Now, did he say it the right way? But why would he want his daughter dating some wannabe rapper? And in his opinion, he probably was like, if you're going to date a black guy, at least date the best one. Why would you date an eight-foot black guy because an eight-foot black or eight-foot nigga, whatever, because... At least he's gonna draw money. 
Let me ask you a question now. Okay. Just to be fair. Okay. I'm playing devil's advocate. Right. If you feel like Hope shouldn't have been fired, right? Yeah. Should Donald Sterling have lost the team? Because both of those con- conversations were recorded right. without the knowledge. And I said this before, and I'll, I'll so say it again. You have, you have to judge a man by his actions, not just his words at his worst moment. What Donald right. Sterling and his wife was doing, they they got a long list from the past of the way they were treating. They got they got housing apartments where they were just kicking minorities out without, you know, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a process right. of kicking somebody out. Here's, here's my question. Okay. Here's my question. Was that... Was, do you have any written and I'm saying that was absolutely dog, I feel you yeah. do you have any written documentation that saying Donald Sterling was going to people's house saying you gotta leave there's, there's a lot of settled lawsuits that he paid for that, that, that he okay. had lawsuits Michael Jackson, Michael, Michael Jackson paid off two little boys that said he molested okay he but before molested. but before this has anybody ever said anything about Hulk that's what I'm trying to say he doesn't have his reputation so well, for no I'm saying just because somebody don't say something don't mean it ain't been done. But they don't have a... I mean, Hulk has never had this reputation. Donald Sterling, Michael Jackson, they've had this reputation building up. Hulk has never... I'm just saying, at the end of the day, and I hate to use the cliche, they're going to do what's best for business. Yeah. And How's that best for business? Their stock drop. We're fans may be upset. We're fans may be upset. Like, we get upset. Like, I'm really... I really hate the fact that Rock goes away for a whole year, two years, and then comes back and yeah. wins the match. Uh, yeah, and, exactly. And yeah. But, but Rock is still good for business. Yeah. So, or, or the fact that The Undertaker was even competitive against Brock Lesnar. <laughs> right. That, right. He 55. Oh, my God. Bullshit. What do, you think of, hey, what do you think about Sting, man? Is Sting going to show up at, uh, at WrestleMania? Well, is he well, done? I think Sting's neck is going to keep him out. I think his neck injury. I think that's going to keep him out, bro. You think he's done? Yeah, I think he's got... Here's the problem with the WWE. The old guys from the Attitude Era were the best on the mic. Yeah. These new guys, they're great athletes, physical specimens. They're just not dope when it comes to shoot and promo. Right. They're not. I mean... I get there's some of the guys that I like that I like listening to uh, uh my favorite is Bo Lee because he's just fucking <laughs> right. stupid. You like him? And it's the last, <laughs> and, and he gets his ass kicked after he Bo Lee is just funny. Yeah. I get the whole professional speaker thing. Okay. Uh I even John Cena, like I'm I'm yay and nay on him. I'm tired of him. He the the Wyatt brother Bray Wyatt, I love his video. Video yeah, promo. They got when it. he's in the ring, not so much. Right. But when they put him in their little eerie settings and he does those things, great. The Miz ass tries to be a new age Jericho, not there. Yeah. But he does he does articulate well. He's one of the more quick witted guys. Uh Ryback is terrible on the mic. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler, terrible. The other guy, the one the one they're trying to build up, Rock's cousin, he's terrible on the mic too. Oh no, he's the worst. If he had any kind of, if he could talk, he would be, he'd money. be a mega star. I like the, I like the, I mean, uh, um, the attitude, the the the, the, the lunatic French, yeah. Dean Ambrose. Yeah, I, yeah I, I like good. him. I like to listen to him talk. He does crazy stuff. He's corny. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. for the most part, man, a lot of the new stars are terrible on the mic. Yeah. So that's why you see, and, and like like even with the tag team division, like New Day is a tag team champ. Uh, 
the, the, the millions of dollars. That's terrible on the microphone. So you got to bring back the deadly thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I still feel like if Hawk was still alive today, the Road Wars would still be wrestling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would like to see the outsiders wrestle, man. I like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Ascension? Are you fucking kidding me? Trash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Neville, he can't talk, but he's no straight athlete. And, and you know what I think? I love Kevin Hall. You know what I think the problem is, Leon? Because WWE don't have any competition, and so they so they don't have to step their game up. They're just doing a lot of trial and error stuff out there. Which if they would have had competition, still they wouldn't still be putting that kind of stuff out, man. Yeah. I like I like Seth Rollins. I like listening to him talk. I get his own little the spoiled little chap. He's good. I love, I I love KO. Yeah, I love KO. I like KO with his. What about Samoa Joe? Uh, over in uh. Uh, TNA? No, he's in Next now. He's with WWE. Oh, he's in Next now? Yeah. I, I like some more, Joe. I like Vince Baylor better. What about the uh, Divas division? How you feel about the Divas division now? All right, man, listen. As long as it... Honestly, and I'm probably going to text practice, unless they have naked, I don't even watch the Divas. <laughs> I like Sasha. Sasha's like Sasha. the shit, man. I like Sasha. Yeah. I like... Uh, I mean, I'm just... Of course, the twins, the Bellas. I love Naomi. Yeah. But for some reason, they just won't let her catch no weed. They won't give her a push. Yeah, she's with like, Sasha, right? Ustos, even the Usos, man, I would think they would be, from the lineage and heritage they come from, I would think that they would have a little bit better mic skills than what they do. Right, right. But that's terrible on the mic. And then in the ring, now that you see tag teams like the, the Lucha the Lucha Dragons and the Matadors, what they have fly moves, they're not even impressed with that. Yeah. Hey, let me also tell you this to you, man, off off the subject of wrestling. I like to look at myself as having a pretty cool-ass wife because she gives me a Saturday to do this podcast thing. But your wife, brother, takes the cake. Your wife lets you hang out with porn stars and Laker girls and all type of cheerleaders. You, my friend, have one of the best wives ever, uh, man. Salute uh, to your wife, man. I catch, I catch shit, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you how do you how do you have that gig, man? You get to hang out with porn stars, huh? It ain't sweet. She doesn't know that's part of the job. But look, on the flip side, when we go sit ring out of WWE, she look just to look at oil man and (laughs) oh my god, Randy Orton! Oh, my wife is the same way about Randy Orton. You see that? And they start giggling and laughing. Yeah. Right there in my face. Like, I'm not sitting there. Yeah. My wife is the same way with Randy Orton. Randy Orton and John Cena. Hey, Leon, let me ask you a question about, uh, uh, do you hear about this thing about, uh, what's the what's the coach from Kentucky? Uh, he's he going, some, some chick put a book out about him, uh, breaking the cardinal rules about, they're saying, what's the what's the culture? Uh, the, Patino. Patino. Oh, yeah. Patino. You heard about that? That's, he's getting a about lot of heat. Yeah. About that, man. Uh, like I said, once again, I have no respect for people who benefit, profit, profit, profit. Then when they get to a better place or a better situation, they want to fail. It's just like football players that get money while they're in college. And then when they get out, yeah, you know, they pay me all the time. You a hoe. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Let them get caught on their own. Don't go blow it up now because you're in the league making your money and the rest of the guys, you know, you, you just caved the whole program in because of that. 
Right. Right. And the thing about the media, why are they acting like this is something new? Miami done it. I mean, they they all do it, you know. So you know, you'd eliminate a lot of that if you just go ahead and give players a stipend. Yeah. A night. You stop a lot of that nonsense. Yeah, but that, you can work. And they said that uh, the, the escorts they were using the escorts not only on the uh, on the students but their fathers too. It makes me want to hurry up and get my son in college. I tell you that. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, Absolutely. Leon. Let me ask you this before I let you go, bro. Are you in the new movie Chirac? No. Now this that's this is my problem with Chirac. I've heard about some of everybody being in the movie Chirac except for the people that should be in the movie Chirac. Now that disappoints me that you're not in Chirac, and I got a, a cousin-in-law that never acted or did anything before, and she's in the movie Chirac. What do you think this movie Chirac is going to be about, man? But you know what though? But you know what though, bro? Uh. I, I'm okay with that. I mean, you get like my buddy Jay Washington, comedian extraordinaire. He's in the movie. That's going to be something big that helped launch him. There are other little local guys that got in the movie. You know, I, I'm not saying, I just want to see the city shown in a decent light. Do you right? think it's going to be shown in the right light? Once I, once I found out what Chirac was, that it wasn't, it was the name of the rapper that Nick Cannon played, Chirac. Oh, that's okay. That's the name of the rapper. Oh. Oh, so okay. My, my thing is, you know, whatever gives opportunity to people out here, man, that, that movie could change some people's lives. It's okay. just like Empire when they hired a, a Toronto, the girl that plays Bush. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that changed their life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no, you put me on game. I didn't know that that's what the movie Chirac was about. It was yeah. about a rapper. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that makes a big difference. See, I thought it was about Chicago in general. I didn't know it was about. Okay, that makes a big difference. I was about to say, how are you going to have a movie about Chicago and not have one of the biggest names of Chicago in Chicago? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But yeah, you. Hey, man, you always positive, man. You always keep a good, good outlook, man. I guess that's the reason why you do what you do and I do what I do. Uh. You got a segment on the show, Goofy of the Day. <laughs> I like that, man. <laughs> I like that, man. I like that, man. Now, how's that going over with the people that, uh, at Clear Channel? They they, they, they okay with that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a really good thing. everybody, I wanted to say Goofy-ass mom of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real shot out. That's funny as hell. Like but no, it's good. It's fun coming up with creative content. Yeah. Is radio changing now, Brand, because of like serious radio and like what iHeart and stuff like that? Are you guys more flexible? Are you guys able to kind of push the needle a little Man, bit more now? Uh, radio, like like DJ, like anything else, change with the time. Yeah. You know, social media is a big thing now. Social media is prevalent, yeah. so you have to change with it, or else you get left behind. Yeah. I mean, look at mediums like newspapers. Oh and yeah, now yeah. they're almost obsolete. The paper newspapers almost obsolete because you can read it digitally. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody's on there. What's the one thing people can't leave the house with? Car keys and a phone. Yeah, yeah. People will chop, get off of where they're going and drive back to get their phone. You True. know what I mean? True. So it's the digital era. So of course radio's going to change. It's ever changed. And it's one of the mediums that still has survived uh, the internet and social media. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Well, you're doing your thing as always. You know your sports. Still a funny man. Oh, tell us, tell, tell us what else you got going on, man. You got any uh, more shows and stuff like that? You still DJing everything? Uh, yeah, I'm still DJing, man. We have Actors Lounge every Friday night from 9 to B Flashback Fridays, man. That's old school hip hop and R&B. But people want to come out to that. I host Jokes and Notes Comedy Club every third Wednesday on 45th and King Drive. And then um, I do uh, this spot called DJ out in Dalton. On 142nd Cottage Grove, we have an open mic night for new and up and coming comedians. Yeah, my cousin just did it. He said he said you thought it was, thought it was funny. Uh, big t- uh, Timmy, Timmy Hines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's my cousin. Okay, that's your fam. Yeah. And yeah, he's decent, man. So you know, um, just trying to work. Got some stuff coming up that I'm gonna be doing for the internet, kind of like a Leon locker room first on the internet, okay. like a two minute wrap up of the week of sports. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, really, man. What I really want people to tune in to, man, my nephew, his name is BK Bambino. You can find him on SoundCloud. That's Ohana Bam. Man, man, just just sign with Atlantic, man. Got got an album coming out called Trees Up. Oh, okay. It, it, it's hot, man. He's that next dude. You know, Stevie, I'm going to send this to you, man. Yeah, send it to me. Yeah, we can uh, put him on the page. So. Yeah, man, I have him on, man. If he's available, I know how he, uh, I know how the, know how the music biz is. But, uh, yeah, if he... Be available, man. I like to check them out, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and I just want to say this before I go. Uh, no disrespect, but cheerleaders are like the dumbest shit in the world. So Alabama <laughs> is like beating quick off the of joy. Right. And like, these fucking chicks are still in the crowd. <laughs> they got a job to do. <laughs> like, and with three minutes left. Like, and you got here like you fucking. It's, you're, you're, it's just fucking. But you know I, what? I don't want to use the hard word. I don't want to use the hard word. Yeah, That's don't them. use don't use that, please. You got a big job, dude. But, but like, that <laughs> that is a great point, though, because you see that all the time. A team will get basketball, football. A team will be getting smashed, and the cheerleaders are looking in the camera, smiling. And I remember just being in grade school and that happening, and we were down like by twenty, and our cheerleaders would come out there and say. Who do you want to win? And all that, those stupid ass shit. Like, the game is done and you're still out there. Absolutely. Cr- <laughs> the score is literally 38 to like 10. God. And then I'll get clapping. Yeah. And that, cheerleaders. That is uh, cheerleaders for you, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, uh, like they got, they got, they got, somebody got to do it, Leon. I guess, you know, I don't know. <laughs> The Destin Legend, baby. Hey, what's your social media, man? That people, because we got yeah, people out state listening to. At Leon Rogers. I keep it simple. No crazy ass nickname. At L E O N R O D D R S. And make sure you tune in for the Chicago Morning Takeover. Monday through Friday, every Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. That's, yes, that's the best show in the morning, people. Best show, Shy Town represent. And because of iHeart, oh, that's a, that's a that's good thing. Big, that's big. Yeah, big shout out to my homegirl Frank Robinson and Tom Capone. Man, making a switch, man. Hey, let me ask you a question, uh, Leon. Hey, is the beef? Is there a beef between GCI and ninety two, like WCW and WWF? Is that is that like a? I, not, I mean, not as far as I'm concerned. Because <laughs> you I always because you know, Shondell be taking shots, boy. I'll be like, damn, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know that's that's how you know you're doing stuff. Right. At the end of the day, like Jay Z said, what I'm gonna do, run down the hill and get this guy. Right, there yeah. he goes. 
There you go. Leon Roger, the Dessa legend, my buddy, man. I love hey man, you know Hustle Simmons said that you still actively pursuing uh being an ESPN anchor, man. I hope you get it, man. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, but you know But don't stop at ESPN, man, because Fox is paying. Fox will yeah. hey. Well, I, when I say ESPN, you know, when that, that's the standard when it comes to sports, but yeah. anybody's TV station yeah. doing highlights for the night. Yeah. I would tell that. You, you would be awesome, man. I'm not just saying it because you're my boy. I'm saying it real talk. You you schooled so, me a few times. You know, I think I can hang with you a little bit, but you schooled me. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, CB, I always keep this perspective when talking sports. Yeah. First of all, I take my heart out of it. No matter how much I may love a player, if it's flaws in them or if they're not helping the team, I can honestly say that. Yeah. Second, at the end of the day, I'm not about being right. I'm about getting it right. There you go. Can I understand what I'm saying? There you yeah, go. Yeah, mm-hmm. the score is 38 and they're literally chill. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that is the like, problem in the media, too. I was a bad I'd be like, everybody's packing shit up. This game is over. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to the bus right now. Yeah. Hey, quick question. Liberal, are you liberal or conservative? Just curious. It depends. Yeah, it depends. Okay. You, yeah. Hillary or Trump? Liberal when it comes to porn, I'm conservative <laughs> when it comes to the food I eat. Hey, that's how I feel. Hey, that's how I feel. I, I run my house conservative, but once I leave the house, I, I could be pretty. I don't want my food to touch. Oh my plate! Like if you got macaroni, cheese, and fish, oh, I'm a mac and cheese. That's my fish. Conservative in that way. But, I mean, you know, round and brown number nine is okay. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I'm glad you answered the question right because I had a Chicago guy on before. I said liberal or conservative. He said, "No, I'm folks. I'm folks, cause I'm like, all right." I'm like, all right, man. Hey, <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. That's that shy part of that shy rack movement and stuff. So I'm like, no, oh. and shout out, listen, man, brother, shout out to, man, listen, Chicago's so hot right now on the TV, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, so you got my man Lil Rail, who's on Friends of the People. Yeah. That's the show. You got Dion Cole, who's on Blackish. Yeah. You got uh, uh, my man Corey Holcomb, who's on Black Jesus on Adult Swim. Craig Robinson had his show on ABC. So, man, Chicago real heavy right D-Ray now. D-Ray was on Empire uh, last week. D-Ray Davis on Empire. D-Ray Davis has his own game show on the game network. That's right. He sure so, do. Man, shout out to all, Mind of a Man. That's the best call. But shout out to all my brothers, man, that, that's from the crib. That's doing big things. That's right, man. Yeah, man. That's that's real humble of you, man. Leon, man, you doing your thing. Hey, I keep trying to want to let you go, man. If I got one more question to ask, I never asked you this. What is that thing you be doing in the summertime with the NBA, man? What is that? Can you explain it? NBA Nation. It's just something that we try. They try to get people, more people involved with the NBA and how they do and stuff that they do. Uh, So we go around the different cities, and it's like a carnival. It's like a circus for the NBA and we're like the ringmasters. We host, we get people to compete in a little events, play around, their stars come through. And rest in peace to my man, Daryl Dawkins. Yeah. I've done NBA Nation for three years. Daryl Dawkins took a liking to all the hosts, man. Wow. His brother, they used to send limos to pick him up to do stuff after we were done. And he used to be like, I ain't going without my boy. He would always look out for us, make sure we ate, make sure whatever he got, we Damn. got the same thing. That's what's up. And, and He's gonna have to do that, you know what I'm saying? Because Damn. you know we we were staying in a totally different hotel from him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But 
Daryl Dawkins is a good dude, and so when, when I heard that he passed, man, that kind of hurt, because that brother was, you know, how y'all doing? You know nice. what I'm saying? Even when NBA Nation was over, he'd make sure he'd check on guys, so, you know. That's what's up, man. That, that brother, when he passed, man, that kind of like that. Let's see Bell Dawkins. Damn, yeah, yeah. Leon, your job is cool as hell. You 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 explain my first question about Chicago people, how they can, you know, maneuver from just being in one segment and, and, and make it somewhere else. You got a lot of stuff going on. You working hard, man. And you represent Chicago. You a humble dude. I appreciate you. You humble enough to come on this show and hang out with your boy, man. Hey. I really appreciate you, man. Hey. Listen, the, the, one day I could be one day I could be turning around and interviewing you for having the best podcast in the nation. Preach. It's all about letting yeah. the work show. It's all about letting the work show, man, and being comfortable with who you are. And I think we as black people sometimes look at other people and cover their lives. Yeah. Yeah. So like I hear people be like, I want to get it like Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yes, I do. I aspire to have a career like Kevin Hart. Absolutely. But am I okay with where I'm at right now? Yeah. Yeah, I am. If I, if I never make another dollar than what I'm making right now, I think I had a pretty good one. Pretty good one. Yeah. You got to be comfortable with who you are and, and what you want instead of always looking at everybody else. Right. And I cannot be right. like that. Well, if everybody can be like Kevin Hart, this would be a perfect world. Yeah. Everybody's not going to be a millionaire. But you got to find out what your niche is and carve it out. I tell high school students that all the time. Half of you, over half this class, will end up working a punch the clock on a job every day that you may not like, but you know you got to do it to live and eat and, and be cool. Some of you all are going to be uber successful. Some <laughs> one, two, three people here are going to be millionaires, billions. Yeah. The thing is, though, don't ever look back and say, I didn't try to do this or I didn't try to do that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. You got to say, hey, look, I gave it my best shot. And I only ended up making $65,000 a year. But hey, I worked hard to get there. Right. That's real talk. Yeah. You gotta you can't be scared to take a risk and do something, man. That's real talk. Absolutely. That's real talk. Absolutely. Leon, man, I ain't gonna hold you. We held you long today, man, but I appreciate you, man. I love to have you on again. I already told Hustle Simmons one day the three of us gonna get together and talk some smack. Of course, when I say the three of us, I meant you two and plus my my show with the uh with the guys yes, Joe sir. Dirt and everybody. So you know we gotta get yes. together, man. Talk some smack with the NBA coming up pretty soon, man. Uh, I'll tell you this with my league, man, <laughs> and I know how to send it, but never trust the dude with locks when it comes to talking about the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Tell me when it comes to talking football, because locks look cool coming out from underneath the hell. <laughs> <laughs> Never tried. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can't beat the players with locks and just get off. Wow. <laughs> I lost my case. Now I'm done. <laughs> the Destin legend, Leon Rodgers on Inside the Cave. Appreciate you, man. We'll talk. We'll be Thanks talking soon, lot, man. Leon. Thanks a lot. All right, now. Inside the cave. 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 You're on the number one show inside the cave.